Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the wonderful, is the talented, is the beautiful, is the Danny Kaufman. Danny, how are you this week? I am so great, guys. I am so happy to be here. I can't believe it's the last episode of 2023, which is crazy. Crazy. So crazy. So many bamboozlements. So many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> we were actually listening. Well, you know what? I'm going to finish introducing everybody before I go on a tangent. That'll probably weigh you longer than I needed to be. Okay. So joining us as well, we have the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful, Shaylee, baby. Shay, how are you this week? Doing so good, Chris. Happy to be here. Happy, happy to be with you guys. Trying to get connected online, and it's the work. Oh, there it goes. Perfect. And joining us as well is the wonderful, is the talented, is the beautiful, is Steve Hofstetter, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I was really wondering if I was going to get beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad, because yeah. I don't want to be in a sexist podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wanted to save the best for last, even, Steve. So, yeah. Even, Steve. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't, that sounded like I was trying to some kind of Disney show remake, but uh, we are here at 565 Live, and we're live on Facebook and YouTube, so be sure to follow us on that, but we are here at 565 Live in Bellevue, stop down on Thursdays, every other Thursday they do live comedy, um, stop down on Friday and Saturday for live music, uh, every week they have live music, live bands, and uh, sometimes they do uh, they do comedy every other Thursday, and the other ones they do open mic, I think, music. So always stop down. Uh, super cool vibe down here. Stop upstairs for some of the awesome food. Shay, you got your uh, meatball hoagie, oh, which we I got agreed my meatball is hoagie today. possibly the best meatball uh, hoagie around. It actually is. It's the greatest meatball sub I've ever had. It's fantastic. I know, Danny, you want to know. I'll but take your word for it. Yeah, it's so good. Every part of it, including the bread. Is amazing. Yeah. Gotta have a good breath. Free? You just hate meatballs. I hate meatballs. Oh, that was not the answer. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm a pescatarian. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So it's not that you hate meatballs specifically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The meat yeah. part. That I think would be that's amazing if you're like, no, I eat meat, just not in the shape of football. Yeah. I just Strictly cube. Meatball. Yeah. Flat, strict, cubed, full yeah. ribs. All yeah. that. No, no ball. No, no ball is allowed. I'm just picturing her with those like big makers marked block, like cubes of meat in her freezer. Yeah. It's the only way I'll eat it, like a Wendy's patty. Wow, that would be a really good cause. That'd be a great bumper sticker, too. Agreed. Very wordy. Agreed. You'd probably have to find a shorter way saying it. No balls. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no balls for me. No balls for me. I think that bumper please. sticker means something else. Yeah. I think you're right. It probably, it probably exists already. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I'm sure And you then on the other it. end, it's they true. have the truck nuts, which are awesome. Oh, <laughs> I don't think anybody with, a, with truck nuts also has an IQ in triple digits, ever. There's oh, never. Been a, a Venn diagram. But, uh, 
I've never looked at that and been like, how cool. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I think everyone with truck nuts doesn't understand that IQs are only in double and triple digits. Have you ever ever seen those reels where they'll be like, thousand IQ? And I'm like, nope. No. No, that's that's too much. Yeah. That's a lie. Are you uh, sure? Oh, but sure. <laughs> you know what, Danny? Before we uh, stray too far, yes. you want to hit that rundown bell for us? Fuck, I forgot the maraca. <laughs> We're going to just have a super cut of November of you just like, fuck the maracas. <laughs> I <laughs> talked about awesome, these maracas man. for two months. <laughs> oh, well. It gives Sorry. us something to look forward to in 2024. Four. Oh my god, I want to puke. I know. I, I brought maracas. You want me to get mine? Yeah. Yes, please. I was going to okay. say, he stays prepared. Give me give me a minute. <laughs> he has them in his case. That'd be awesome if he had a case with just like, you know how like the hand bells come in all the different octaves yes. and stuff? Oh. Yeah, that's my uh, I would like Ulta it to be maracas. like a giant case, but <laughs> with one maraca. <laughs> like just the rest of yeah. the home, yeah. protecting it. Yeah. Just multiple layers of a the light phone. comes yeah. on. Yeah. Right. You open it. Yeah. Like in Pulp Fiction when they open up the case. That's what was in the case. Yeah. It's a single maraca. <laughs> single maraca and one of those little like little touch lights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That would be awesome just to do like the 360 degree camera shot on that <laughs> into it for Marcellus Wallace. Um, but yeah, let's see. Rundown. We are here opening thoughts. Oh, we're already hitting on some of those. Um, Danny, I have to say thank you. Uh, I'll post a picture. She got me a birthday cake, which is yes. incredible. And she got me a bunch of crow stickers. So, Danny, applause for you. The, you. the cake is, uh, is with yes. the, the crow mask on, which is uh, it's a good picture. <laughs> it's an interesting oh, it picture. Fine. But, yeah. Well, fantastic. So, thank you again, it's Danny. So good. A great gift giver. Shay, you're also a great gift giver. We were talking about that earlier. And thank tis you. the season, so. You know, the good season. for you, man. Uh, wrapping up 2023, I wanted to, well, Shay and I were talking about some of the things that happened in 2023, so we wanted to just touch on a couple things uh, from this year, because it doesn't even feel like they were from this year. Uh, we have guest Steve Hofstetter, obviously. We want to talk to him about comedy, uh, Steel City Arts, Sunken Bus Studios, and uh, we want to talk to him about his movie, right? Uh, I mean, that's a handyman from you want to talk to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I am open to all subjects. That's what I'd like to talk to you about all of those things. Excellent. Also, just so you know, I got you nothing for your birthday. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say something that was going to get really sad about my family, and I'm not going to take it that way. But, uh, and then we're going to end it with the new news with Danny Kaufman. I, like your family, have nothing. There we go. There we go. <laughs> no, my family's great. Um, let's see. Now, Shay. Actually, we'll talk about that in a minute because I want to talk to Steve first. And uh, Steve, you uh, were just doing that Handyman from Hell movie like I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to know because my main question is going to be about Sunken Bus Studios. Okay. Was that shot at there or with any kind of So, Handyman uh, from Hell was yes. shot at Steel City Arts Foundation. Okay. Um, all but one of the days. There was one day we shot in L.A. Um, but everything else was shot, um, in and around the building. Um, Sunken Bus actually came from that shoot because working with Brian and Cody Hartman, who are just amazingly talented and both Pittsburgh people and they're shooting movies all over the world. And I was like, Hey, we're, we're all here. 
why don't we do more stuff here? And I was also so impressed by the crew that Brian assembled. It's the best crew I've ever worked with. And almost everything else I've shot has been in New York or L.A. And so to have so much talent here, we're like, why don't we kind of take advantage of that? And... Uh, not take advantage of it in a bad way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, why don't we shoot more stuff here? And so we started, you know, just kind of looking around at buildings, and there were two that were really interesting. One that we ended up not going with was a former municipal building mm-hmm. that was, this thing was 40,000 square feet, and it had jail cells in it. Oh. So we're like, oh, for filming, that's yeah. awesome. Right. Yeah. We're just going to, every movie we write, we'll have a jail scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, romantic comedy? Yeah. Who cares? They go to jail. <laughs> we have one. Brooks um, was there. But the, so the building was left vacant three, four years ago. Yeah. And since then, it has just been ransacked. But what's crazy is that when they got, because, like, they left it. They didn't, like, the municipality didn't go out of business. They just got a better building. Yeah. And they left a lot of stuff behind, yeah. including, like, permit applications. You know what permit applications have? Social Security. Yeah, numbers. a lot there of are, information. There <laughs> were dozens of file cabinets filled with people's personal information. And just that alone, I was like, oh, we should just buy the building just to get this. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, imagine what this is worth yeah. on the black market. Take advantage but, of so many people. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's the way to take advantage of people. Yeah. Um, but, but no, it was just that that building had way too much. Uh, it had we we wouldn't have been open for three four years. Easy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but then we saw the one uh, in Ross, which is you know is sunken bus, and they've got this you know like finished audio studio, and you know that now Red Cayman is a tenant. They moved up there, and it, it's just it's such a cool space, and so you know yeah okay it has no jail, but. <laughs> It's yet. got everything else. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You know, there's a, there's a basement. We can see what we can do. Yeah, absolutely. Throw that together. And uh, so um, how long did that take you to film? And then how did that – did you – I know you you were in it. You you did a great job in it, by the way. Thank you. Um, uh, did you have any kind of say in the writing of that? Any kind of – I know Jay Black directed, right? Uh, Jay Black wrote it. Or he wrote uh, it. Cody so. Hartman directed Okay. Um, Brian Hartman produced. I was also a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, to, I mean, the filming question yeah. is the easiest question. Uh, we filmed in twelve days over the course of three weeks. Oh wow! It was insanely quick, but that's also because we didn't have to move location. Yeah, and that's the that's the most timely and the or most time consuming and the most expensive thing about shooting a movie is packing up all the gear every two days. Yeah, but uh, thankfully we didn't have to do that, which. You know, made it a lot quicker. And also, some of the big cameos are on Zoom purposefully. Uh-huh. Like, they were, th- the idea, they were going to be in this Zoom sequence. And so we're like, why don't we just shoot it on Zoom yeah. and not have to fly three more people <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So that made it easier also. Um, in terms of, like, how it, so it started as a joke. This was not supposed to be a <laughs> yeah. I was in a movie that Jay wrote called, uh, for Lifetime, called Psycho Storm Chaser. Okay. that's Lifetime. <laughs> and <laughs> it came out during COVID, and so there, we had this digital watch party. And during one of the commercial breaks, Jay and I are just talking and just being stupid. He's a very old friend of mine, and that's just what we do. And so we were, like, 
throwing out ideas for other professions because he had also, I guess I skipped <laughs> yeah. one thing. I was also in a movie he wrote called Psycho Yoga Instructor. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> theme yeah. in Lifetime. So uh, as a joke, I was like, hey, what about, uh, what about someone who's renovating an old church? Because that's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, got a laugh. It was fun, whatever. And then afterward, Jay and I were talking, and I was like, if we actually wanted to do that, how would that go? <laughs> and so he kind of took me through the process, and I said, I think I want to do that. And we came up with the story together. Uh, so, like, the outline of the story. And then he wrote the script. He, you know, added some characters, changed some things, you know, because he knows – he knows uh, script writing way better than I do. And also, he knows what sells to Lifetime. Here's a fun little tip. You ever want to sell a movie to Lifetime? <laughs> they look for two things. One, uh, handsome bad guy. Yeah. Which, when sense. he told me that, I was like, oh, that's funny. And then I realized, I was like, you cast me as the good guy. He's like, yep, I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then uh, the, other, the other thing is, and this is weird, a nice kitchen. Oh, they love showing a nice kitchen. It is their little HGTV piece yeah. of it, and you so don't think about that's yeah that's, they do. They yeah. always have a nice open means, flowing kitchen yeah. with a nice little thing above the oven. That, yeah, the, the, vent, the yep. double ovens even sometimes a nice island. Oh. That's so a nice island for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so we changed the plot from renovating a <laughs> church. We still reference that yeah, it's in a yeah. church. But just we concentrate that she's renovating her kitchen. Yeah. And so that's, we did that purposefully. Wow. Uh, and they're we like, knew you're that. in there. Well, yeah. I mean, we knew that, yeah. like, we were writing a movie that was, like, probably going to sell to Lifetime. But, you know, we could have potentially, you know, Tubi or Netflix or someone else who's buying. But we wanted to write a movie that was Lifetime adjacent. Okay, yeah. And what, what I mean by that is it's got the tropes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. There's a part... Where she's running away and she falls down. Yeah. Because there has to be. A hundred percent. Yeah, there were stuff that we leaned into yeah. because we thought it was fun. Self-aware. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> other things in it that that make it a bit of a departure. There's, uh, you know, the, the Zoom sequence is with Michael Ian Black and Frank Caliendo and Victor Vitetto, who are all hilarious. Yeah. That scene <laughs> was almost all improv. And it's... And it's funny because you'll see in the comments, like when people were watching it live when it first aired on Lifetime, uh, people are, this this joke's going on too long. And it's like, no, 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 this is the funny part. Funny's good. Yeah, but yeah. The, their core demo yeah. isn't used to a, one Back of the movies to the kitchen. being funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which sounds the- awful for me to say, like, <laughs> on Lifetime, get back to the kitchen kind of thing. But I guess that's what that's they want. That's pretty man. much yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. Um, they were like, we we want to come on. We want to see the dishes. We yeah, see. it was a little silly. But zooming on that island immediately. Yeah, I, I <laughs> love Korean like that. Man. Yeah, weirdly enough, the island does feature pretty heavily. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, does it have the sink on the island? I can't remember. Uh, the sink is on the island. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's, that's key. That's, that's key. some fancy yeah. shit yeah. right there. Most most of the movie, the you don't you can't see much of the kitchen because it's yeah. under construction. Yeah, but then there's like a reveal. Yeah, you see the finished kitchen. Gorgeous. Yeah. And that's that's the it. cell right there. Oh, it's perfect. I seen a video where you were talking about like how you were going to be like whenever it was first being shown somewhere and you were like, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna talk about it, watch the movie with you. So like oh, what yeah. do you do in the beginning, like when you talk about it? Do you just kind of like like your own like you're a verbal trailer kind of thing? Uh kind. I mean not not a trailer as much like a little bit behind the scenes. So we did two live screenings so far, one in Denver, one in Minneapolis. And 
So, you know, I do a quick little intro welcoming people, you know, thanking them for, you know, this kind of the little movie that could. It, like yeah. I said, it started as a joke, and now, like, you know, we have it in a couple of theaters, and we retain VOD rights, and we're, mm-hmm. we actually might know this week if it sells international. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, there, there's, it just keeps going. People really like it. It's, the pe- I should say, the people who get it really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. people who want it to be all comedy are disappointed. The people who want it to be all Lifetime are disappointed. The idea is that we're threading the needle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it, most of what I do on the live ones is afterward. Um, we'll do like a Q and a, I'll tell behind the scenes stories in Minneapolis. We did a costume contest. Oh. We encourage people to dress like handyman. And the cool thing about Minneapolis is literally there were five people who did not know there was a costume contest, and they dressed but like dressed that. as if they were in the costume contest. Because it's winter in Minneapolis, yeah. and people are going to wear heavy flannel, and that's just how it works. That's funny. That would be so funny, winning a costume contest that and you didn't don't know you were know. Yeah, no, One of the, no, we ended no up idea. with a tie, and of the two people who won, one put a lot of effort into it, and yeah. one literally just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the audience vote and they liked them a lot so. <laughs> oh that's funny but uh, how is uh do you have any plans for other shooting movies are you currently working on anything at sunken bus or at still city yeah so uh sunken bus is almost open we're so close um we're we're putting like the last couple touches on it we're installing like the fire alarm system and and redoing the bathrooms and stuff yeah. like that um and so hopefully we'll be able to shoot stuff there starting next year uh we already have a couple of shows yeah. scheduled um but there's so one script is already in the works, um, which you know, without giving too much away, it's it's based in the world of reality TV, but it's also a thriller. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a it's a fun twist, yeah. on a reality <laughs> show. And so Jay is writing that now. Already saw the second draft, I think, and it's it's super fun. Um, and also, Frank Caliendo had so much fun in Handyman from Hell that like he asked us can you write something bigger for me in the next one? And we're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so one of the parts is written specifically for him. Um, and then if, you know, if we end up selling this internationally, um, I think that there will be enough interest to do a sequel. And the cast, in it, it a weird, like, everyone in, on the set got along. Mm-hmm. Which is Huge. the first time that's happened in the history of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like that just simply doesn't happen. And you know, like the the main cast, we all have we all have like a group chat. We still talk to each other in, and and so we're you know we're sitting around. It's probably three four days from the you know from the end, and and we're like we really want to do a sequel, and like everybody was like yeah we got to do a sequel, we got to work together again. And then one of the characters who dies was like wait. What about me? <laughs> you don't so, have to do a sequel. Yeah, well, we, we can do a prequel. We, we came up with the idea of a sequel being half prequel, half sequel. Yeah. So you kind of see the events that led up to the first movie, yeah. and then the uh, the horror that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's the hope. Yeah. So we'll see. A lot of uh, like sepia tone rem- memories with him in it. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, remember him? We yeah. miss him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he always used to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, there was uh, so a lot of the extras and the smaller parts are played by Pittsburgh comedians, mm-hmm. um, especially people from Steel City. And so um, Mark plays uh, Mark Shimkitz yeah. plays a character named Patrick who gets. 
kidnapped. He doesn't have any lines, but he does have some screams. <laughs> and so he gets uh, he gets tied up in it and like thrown in the back of a van. And there's, but you don't see him killed. You just yeah. you see the van door close and you assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So on Twitter during the during the premiere, all these people were like, "What happened to Patrick?" Is Patrick still in the van? What's going on with Patrick? And then there started being this thing where people were like, justice for Patrick. <laughs> and so I really, I in the prequel, because, yeah, because his character uh, is just, you know, one of the contractors. Yeah. And so in the prequel, I just want to have a scene where he's like an apprentice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to show like the evolution of Patrick before yeah. things went downhill. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Or maybe a whole Patrick guy. Uh, spinoff preview. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just, it's just some fixing stuff. Yeah. That's all just it is. some learning on the job. <laughs> yeah. Simply yeah. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I think we, we might even have Mark coming in next month. So we'll, Ooh, we'll have exciting. to talk to him. About yeah. His, uh, Ask his, him about what it was like to be tied yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how's, uh, how do all the Steel City people that are part of it, do they like, I mean, obviously they're part of it. They like acting, but it's it's really cool to have this, at least in this area, where somebody can experience that. That's, I mean, I can't imagine a lot of other cities have, you know, the technology or somebody like you who's there to have a place for people to experience things like this. Well, it was it was fun. There were there were comics who were you know just kind of visiting the set to see how it's all done, um, yeah. because a lot of people don't. If you've never been on a movie set, you don't understand that it is so boring most of the time. <laughs> like most of the time, you're shooting four different angles of someone taking three steps, yeah. <laughs> because you just need to show that they're walking in a room. Yeah, <laughs> and so there's a lot of downtime on it. But there's also then there's exciting stuff like we had. We um we had a fight scene, so we had like a fight choreographer teaching us how to fight. Yeah. Um. We had uh, we had an intimacy coordinator, no. which was wild because <laughs> yeah, there's some spicy scenes in it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And you know, there's a lot of other stuff, and just sh- seeing the I think the lighting was the most fascinating thing because yeah. there were scenes that were shot at night that look like daylight because of just how they had no yeah. how to do it, and there were yeah. shots. That were, you know, during the day that, you know, look like yeah. it's 3 a.m. And it, it, it's really incredible that and, – and they work so quickly, too. Um, in terms of the, you know, the comedians, um, for the extras, you know, I put out an open call just to the local comedy scene. Yeah. And I was like, hey, who's interested? And, you know, obviously I know the people who are part of the Steel City Arts Foundation better than I know comics who aren't. Um, but also, you know, we had a couple comics who weren't involved in it too, that, you know, you're interested, submit your headshots, submit your resume, we'll see. And, uh, he didn't get it, but, you know, when we were doing the casting, um, uh, Andreas O'Rourke, uh, was very close to getting one of the leads. Oh. Um, yeah, he was great. Yeah. And, but, you know, he's got a background in acting and so this is a way he can, he can audition for something. And... You know, we want more of that kind of stuff. Uh, David Santiago, who played one of the characters, he's local. Um, and so it, it's just, it's it's great to be able to have people be part of it. Um, and then, you know, sometimes people realize that it's it's harder than it looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with uh, Steel City Arts Foundation, mm-hmm. we have guys like uh, Learn More. Mm-hmm. And we've had Ronnie on, and are do you ever have anything for like just 
these are the Steel City people we have in. This is our show. Do you have like a, a showcase that you do for the people that come in with just the Steel City people? And I know you do things like um, on Sunday you have like the Patreon things that people can watch. Yeah, with the, and, yeah. the it's kind of a booked open mic. Um, we were doing shows at Hot Farm for a while yeah. that were almost everyone on it was Steel City Arts comedians. Um, and then we would have, you know, uh, a short spot or two that we would look at as almost an audition spot, mm-hmm. a way to get to know comedians better that aren't part of the foundation. And, you know, a number of them ended up being part of the foundation. Um, it's something that with, with Sunken Bus so close on the horizon, you know, I'm kind of concentrating all my, I guess, promotional ability to there. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, you know, we're not spread too thin. Um, but one of the things that we're going to be doing in the new year is Steel City can't be open to the public yet just because of zoning. We're still going through that process. It is exhaustive and expensive and <laughs> frustrating. But meanwhile, we are, you know, we have more staff than we did before. We have more resources than we did before. And so one of the things we're going to be doing in the new year, we haven't made this announcement yet, is we're going to be opening up uh, the facility more to non-member comedians mm-hmm. so that even though membership is free, um, it both takes a little because we have to get to know somebody. And also, um, at the very least, you have to be doing stand-up for at least a year seriously in order to do it. We don't want to offer membership to someone who, you know, two months later just goes, yeah, I want to go into realty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you do, yeah. that's great. But that's not what this is for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're going to start doing is, you know, there's still going to be a vetting process. And this because, you know, we want to make sure it's a safe environment for everybody. Um, but we're going to start allowing non-members to utilize the equipment, to utilize the, you know, the the podcast studio, to even come over and play ping pong if they want. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because, you know, we want it to be a little more open than it currently is. Yeah. Well, I, I know from uh, Danny and I stopped down. Jeez, when was that not, Danny? Was that over the summer? Um, it was before? around Memorial Day, I believe. Yeah. We stopped down and saw the whole place, and it was incredible. And I actually saw a couple pictures. I think Maddie Malloy posted from doing something at Sunken Bus. Yeah. I just saw some of the lighting and everything. It's just incredible. So I'm really excited to see when you have everything open or when they allow you with the zoning. I'm sure they just make you jump through hoops so they can make some money on it. But Well, there, <laughs> you know, I, I do understand that there is, you know, a safety aspect and there are, you know, codes you have to reach. But, yeah. um, like, for instance, for Sunken Bus, we are currently applying for a variance because uh, they want us to put a ramp to the stage. And it's like, well, yeah, we would do a portable ramp. They're like, no, you have to do a permanent ramp. And I was like, for for the stage? Yeah. Like, it's not going to be used that often. Yeah. And, you know, most of what we're doing in that space is not about the stage. And to be able to, you know, but it's this ancient code. And, yeah. and also, it has to be a 17-foot ramp because of how high the stage yeah. is. And, you know, so you need a, a certain grade. Yeah, right. And so that would cut so much off the stage. Yeah. And it's like, hey, if we can accomplish the same thing by getting a wheelchair lift or by getting a portable ramp to make sure it's accessible, you know, can we do that? And so e- even that process is going to, you know, just the application is like $400. Yeah. And so, yeah, not to mention the, you know, even the portable mm-hmm. ramp is like five grand. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it that... Um, if you're ever thinking of like buying a building, yeah. don't. <laughs> and then and then get mad at yourself for even considering it. Um, but I am I am excited for how yeah. it's developing. Yeah. 
Well, maybe you can sell some social security numbers or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I bought the wrong building. Yeah. Oh. No Joe numbers. But, uh, Steve, where can everybody find you, find Sunken Bus, find any movies you might have coming out, find anything? Uh, if, if anybody wants to watch Handyman from Hell, uh, you go to handymanfromhell.com. It's, it's just on VOD. You can buy it or rent it. Um, it's also Lifetime Movie Network is airing the crap out of it. So if you have that, you can check it out there, too. Um, in terms of me, just at Steve Hofsetter. Um, Steel City AF is at Steel City AF on pretty much everything. Sunken Bus is at Sunken Bus on pretty much everything. Um, and uh, I have a show scheduled there for, I believe, February 10th. Okay. Um, so you can get tickets for that on uh, on my website or on Sunken Bus's website. We have uh, Kristen Key. It's going to be there in January. And uh, one thing I'm really excited about, Kevin Eggleston. Um, oh, yeah, who, yeah. Who started doing yeah. a comedy show here at 565. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is putting together a show where comedians play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. What? And yeah, and so we're going to be doing that. I think it's in April. Um, but I'm really excited about that because I I'm think sure it, a lot of people are it's, actually. It's so is that a live niche. show? Yeah. It's a live show. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so That's like, wild. it's this whole thing where people can be part of it and like suggest stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I don't play myself. Yeah. But two of the guys I tour with regularly, like we have Mondays off. Um, when I'm on tour so that I can do like a digital live stream mm-hmm. and they schedule their D&D around it. <laughs> so Monday is yeah. their get very drunk and very high and play D&D <laughs> with other comedians <laughs> So I'm excited to see if I can get them to come into Pittsburgh to do that. Yeah, too. that would be That would awesome. be very cool. Yes. People will actually love that. D&D is real. It's real life. Yeah, and I, I love the idea of like putting people who are natural funny storytellers mm-hmm. as part of it. I think yeah. mm-hmm. perfect fit. Yeah, it seems like uh, Dungeons and Dragons is making a pretty good comeback. Oh yeah, especially after Stranger Things and a lot of that. But yeah, I have guys I work with that are super into it now too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah everybody in the kitchen that I'm at, everybody <laughs> in the kitchen right now is super into it. So yeah, I mean I'm getting married. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm not. Congratulations! But, Congratulations! Uh, yeah. um, your proposal, by the way, not a lot of overlap. Of Thank you very much. <laughs> ten I out appreciate of ten. That. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I, can you tell us about it? Because I, I don't remember seeing it. Proposal? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so I was supposed to propose in a specific way that got ruined by Ticketmaster. Uh, so, <laughs> Fuck, um, Walter! My, my, <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier. My fiance so is a huge uh, Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. And so she tried to get tickets to Taylor Swift when she was coming to Pittsburgh. And because uh, Ticketmaster was only selling 50 of them, uh, Which makes um, no sense. Yeah, it was so... With how many fans Taylor Swift has. It, it was so ridiculous that... Well, it makes a lot of sense because Ticketmaster owns StubHub. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they sell and a certain amount of tickets and then the rest go on the secondary market because they will make twice as much. Yeah. If they're so, or sometimes 10 times as much. So there was this huge... So we didn't get tickets. And there was this huge outcry. And Ticketmaster was like... Hey, we found extra tickets. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my god, we didn't look under the couch. Yeah. And so they put more tickets up for sale. Now I had been kind of following the secondary market to see, like, I know they're going to be expensive, but it's really important to her. And I knew I was planning on proposing over the summer, and I was like, what better way to do this than surprise her with tickets and like right on the back? Well, you the proposal. Me. Oh my god. So die. that was the plan. And then, <laughs> fucking ticket master, <laughs> uh, when they re-released the tickets, um, she was able to get some then. And so she calls me all excited. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, hey, I got tickets. And, I, like, and oh my God. I paused, and she was like, what? Because she knew that, 
like, why would I not be like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on yeah. Taylor Swift, yay. And so uh, I told her. I just go, well, and I mean, we had already talked about it. Like, it wasn't, it, I also think you should never propose to anyone who doesn't have an idea that you're about to propose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, fair. it's good to have the proposal be a surprise, but not the idea of proposing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, Otherwise, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, there should never be a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I told her. I think that's her, good advice. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I told her, and she said, she, like, you know, she just goes, hey, well, now you're going to have to find a better way. And I was like, all right, challenge accepted. So uh, her two great loves in life are Taylor Swift and Taco Bell. I am probably four or five on the list. Oh, I did see this now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I got the idea of like, could you rent out a Taco Bell for an hour? Is that possible? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't even know if it's possible. I know what that would cost. And I called a couple of Taco Bells. And they did not get back to me. And then one <laughs> did. And it was the one closest to our house. And I was talking to the manager, and she loved the idea. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, well, you know, we, we probably need, like, hour, maybe a half hour if, if that's, you know, I don't want to, like, destroy your business or whatever. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it'll be, like, you know, a Saturday right after you open. There's yeah. not, you know, you, for some reason you don't do breakfast anyway. Yeah. Um, and so she just goes, okay. And I was like, no, but what do you need? And she's like, it's fine. Oh I was like, God. do you really? And she goes, yeah, don't worry about it. She deserves everything she ever gets that she wants. She yeah. was the best. She literally, she just goes, I love love. Oh, <laughs> I, I say was, that all the time. <laughs> What's amazing about that I is say that like. Ironically sometimes. <laughs> that is, but that is a phrase. That is a phrase that like Savannah and I use. Yeah. Like, because she talks about, like, she loves watching love scenes in movies and in TV and stuff. And so she always says, I love the love. And so when yeah. this Taco Bell manager said it, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they still have a drive-thru. So if people, like, you know, came by, I mean, that's right. where most of their business is anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and they shut it down. I had, a, I had you know, I invited some friends and family to get there early. Um, I knew her family would be in town for the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Um, I... I did not go to the concert so that her mother could go because Aww. I am not stupid. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and uh, you know, we just the idea though was that hey, while your family's in town, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna set up, you know, we're gonna go to brunch or whatever that day. And the amount of things that had to work out <laughs> to get her there without suspecting, yeah. yeah, so many things had to work out, and it all did. It all did because there there wasn't like a nice restaurant on the way there or yeah. near there, mm-hmm. and so we had to make up that her her aunt knew the manager of this other place that wasn't even open for breakfast. Yeah, they would have us there, and like they were college friends. <laughs> yeah. It was just a convoluted story, and we're driving like ten minutes because this place is close, and then. Her cousin and aunt and mother all at the same time were like, oh, we have to use the bathroom. Be like, oh, I'll pull over right here. (laughs) Um, We all must use the facilities. Exactly. (laughs) And then, yeah, we all we all walked in and, uh, you know, the everybody was hiding. I thought everybody would be right there, but they decided Mm -hmm. to hide. Yeah. And so then it was a little weird. Yeah. And then she figured it out when she saw because there were cameras set up. (laughs) They're my cameras. She knows what cameras I use for the shows. Yeah. And so that's when she kind of figured it out. She started jumping up and down. And then uh, to show her how much I really loved her, 
I got down on my knees on the floor of a taco. taco. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I love you enough to risk my life. (laughs) And yeah, and I, and that's, that was the proposal. Oh, that's so cute. Thank you. Congratulations! Yeah, no, that's very, very that's cool. so sweet. So I, remember, I do remember seeing the pictures now. As soon as you said that, and that is very. I have cool. to go and look it's after. Very unique as well. I think that's better than the Taylor Swift thing. I, I think it worked out really well, and I think my favorite part though is that um, the uh, some of the tabloids in London for some reason picked up the story, <laughs> but they didn't mention me by name. <laughs> yeah, I was a man. <laughs> and I was like, hey, on one hand, kind of cool this went viral enough. Yeah. But on the other hand, how dare you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, even if I wasn't, yeah. like, a fairly well-known comic, yeah. I also just have a name. Yeah. I'm yeah. also a human. Guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they just ran the story and said, oh, Guy no, no, no. actually went on his knee at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they, they, I had this other thing go viral with, I have a neighbor who keeps blocking our driveway at Steel City. Yeah. And I did, I did like a little video about it and that went kind of viral. And then that same stupid tabloid picked <laughs> up the story and this time, they used my first name, nothing else, and I was like, I'm getting closer. <laughs> what? Getting closer. They just to Steve? a little bit of recognition from the sun. <laughs> yeah. As a redhead, the sun is already my enemy. I feel so like just sense. saying somebody's first name is almost weirder than just saying man. Well, they I, yeah. I think they, they also said a man. Oh, okay, they, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. But um, to me as Steve. <laughs> didn't you I feel like you told us, Danny and I, when we, we stopped over, that you also were in a newspaper and it wasn't for being a comedian, it was for your pitching face, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that one was weird also. That was uh that was a different sun. That was Chicago Sun Times. Um I was on the back of the sports I was like the cover of the sports section. <laughs> Um, I threw a first pitch for the White Sox, and they had like a comeback victory that day. It was like a an important game to write about, <laughs> yeah. but I just made such a dumb face while throwing <laughs> the pitch, I guess. But that's also not fair. If you freeze frame, yeah, anyone, yes, yes, yes. pitching yes. or dancing yeah. or standing, like if you pick the right freeze frame, but it, it was utterly ridiculous. Yeah. I have had two different former major league pitchers independently describe yeah. my delivery as violent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that was, yeah, I was, and, and it did not say comedian Steve Hobson yeah. throwing the, it just showed my picture. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh my God. But then I feel like that means you earned it more. Yeah, I, I earned it with my dumb face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's a thing yeah. I don't want to earn. Yeah. All the things, but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so definitely check out all of Steve's stuff. Check yeah. out uh, Arts uh, Steel City Arts Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, and check out the Sunken Bus Studios when they're fully open. Yeah, gonna um, be very soon. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for all of that. Everything Steve does, it looks so good. You do such a good job with everything, and it looks so professional. And I know everybody who's around you and everybody that I know who I've talked to who's part of that only has nice things to say about you. Thank you very much. I think that's extremely awesome. There's some people I can introduce you to that don't. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you know what, Danny, do you want to do uh, a couple news stories before we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do some news stories. Our last show for 2023, everybody. So sad. so sad. It went too fast. It did go really fast. fast. The 
It One single I. tear rolls down my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last one for 2023, guys. No. And might I say, kind of on brand as no. to what we were talking about. Okay. Woman who hurled <laughs> a burrito bowl. What? Okay, so. <laughs> at a Chipotle worker's head was ordered to work at a fast food restaurant. So this woman was just. Until they got married. Until yeah. they got married. She was just unhappy with her meal. So she hurled her entire burrito bowl, which can be very heavy. Agreed. Just saying. Oh, I think I heard this story. At the store manager's head. And the judge said, you know what? 180 days in jail. Or you work 60 more days. Or I think it was, wait, I fucked that up. But, oh, 20 hours a week for 60 days in a fast food restaurant. Uh, I I heard this story also. <laughs> and first of all, if you are unhappy with your meal... It's because you're at Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Like, people who go on Yelp and give McDonald's yeah. one star, Ugh. you dummy. Yeah. You chose to be there. You right. know yes. what this is. Yes. But also, I think, I did not realize until this story that judges have <laughs> a so lot of power. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Judges can sentence, it turns out, as long as it's a choice of jail or <laughs> yeah. it's not cruel and unusual punishment because yeah. you're giving them the option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, literally a judge, if they wanted to, could be like, either you spend two years in jail yeah. or you stand on your balcony <laughs> naked yeah. for five days. <laughs> like, they could do that. Yeah. That's legal to do, which is wild and makes me want to be a judge. It makes yeah. it yeah. almost yeah. makes me angry that there's not more ridiculous punishments for people. It makes me want to write a spinoff of Law and Order that would be so <laughs> yeah. Law and Disorder. I was That's just going to say, yes. there you go. Yes. Uh, there, was one, there was one a couple years ago that it was like a woman ran through a school bus like that they had the, the stop sign that came mm-hmm. out and the woman like went up on the curb and stuff and they made her stand with like a sign that said like i don't respect the laws of the road or people's children or something oh and that's the die hard three punishment <laughs> yeah that's, yeah. that's inc- <laughs> that's incredible though and i like on one hand the judge's sentence is a punishment for the people she's working with yeah um on the other hand like I think everybody should at some point have to work in food service. Mm-hmm. Yes. It makes you I a better person. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. I agree. And one Black Friday. One you singular Black yes. Friday. Yes. In retail? Oh, my mm. God. I think that that is cruel and unusual. <laughs> I don't know. I think you could learn a lot of life lessons. I think everyone who, who shops on Black Friday should have to work a Black Friday. Yes. Yeah. But those of us who go, this is dumb. Yeah, and stay yeah. the fuck and, home. And I'm not going to be part of this. I don't think we should be sentenced to that. People, I okay, think that's, that's fair. People yeah. need to start putting a dollar amount on the time and frustration to 100%. Park. I used, yeah. to, I used yeah. to have a bit about that. Yeah. I used to have a bit about the idea that, like, you spend way more than, like, minimum wage to save eight bucks on a DVD player. That's how old the bit is. Yeah. A DVD player. <laughs> but it's also, and now it's gotten to the point where not only are the savings not really that much, yeah. but it's on subpar products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They basically, 
they make a line of flat screen TVs for Black Friday that are not as good as the others. Oh, uh, yeah. And then they just sell them for cheaper because they're garbage. <laughs> yeah. And people will wait in line and beat each other up, and it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I actually read a study that the best sales, are, I think, are around, like, patriotic holidays. Like, that's the best time to buy things is, like, the middle of summer. Which mm. makes sense. That's what yeah. Black Friday sales are anymore. It's just like a fourth. Of, it's what the Memorial Day sale. Mm-hmm. It's all that it yeah. is. It's yeah. crazy. And especially the idea that anybody goes Black Friday in person now anyway when, yeah. when you can get oh, yeah. the same things online. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do Cyber Cyber Monday all yeah. freaking weekend. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was in Poland one Thanksgiving and <laughs> they did Black Friday there. And I was like, that's so weird. That is yeah, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. We had a uh, we had one day off on this like long tour, and we decided, uh, you know, there's this mall nearby, you know, uh, let's head there. Especially like the dollar was strong at that point, and and uh, we're like, yeah, let's go to the mall. And we went. And we're like, what the hell is going on? And my buddy I went with Dan Muggleton is Australian, and so he had no idea. And it occurred to me, I was like, it's Friday. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Black Friday. <laughs> he's like, what what kind of nonsense <laughs> yeah. is this? And I was like, apparently it's global now. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that they weird. don't have Thanksgiving there, but they have Black, Black Friday. Friday. Black oh Friday sounds like a massacre or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it Way. is some years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really. Best yeah. Buy. But, uh, yeah. Um, Danny, Danny number you, two. Did oh. you have another one or no? Okay, so I do have another one, um, which I found this kind of shocking and also to lead into another conversation. But um, Anna Caldwell, um, she was... Honey Boo Boo's oldest um, sister, Chickadee. Oh, Chickadee, Chickadee, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She Honey Boo Boo was the was the the little girl. Yes, yeah, that was on like TLC or something. From my yes. favorite show, the young Toddlers girl. and Tierras. Yeah, which was mainly why I wanted to bring this up. But um, she actually just passed away at twenty nine years old from cancer, which is crazy. Well, now I can't make fun of this. Yeah, I know. So like, it's kind of sad. Which it is sad. It's kind of sad. It is sad. 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 What kind of cancer do we know? Uh, I didn't didn't look. Can I guess that, and this might seem insensitive, (laughs) but based on what I know about the family, can I guess it has something to do with cigarettes? I mean, I feel like it's probably very possible. Yeah. Honestly, so the... The story that I first saw and then I went to like the actual story was like TMZ did a story about like them, like the family dividing her ashes. Like that was the story, which like I thought was like, okay, I don't know, a little yeah. weird. How do you do div- distasteful? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, how what? do you divide? Pack that over. Let me chop up pap. Teaspoon? Like, yeah. <laughs> like measuring cup. We all have that measuring cup. I need a cup teener of my hands. Like, well, how yeah. do you chop They that? open for <laughs> Ziploc bags. Yeah. <laughs> They just use a funnel to make sure they don't get a lot on the ground, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess it is more tasteful to divide up someone's ashes than body. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Have you seen the thing where, like, people with tattoos, you can, like, preserve their skin when they die? Like, Yes. Maybe that could be a thing. I have not. And now I'm upset that I know that. It's, it's like, like a people jerky. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. like if you if like Slim Human Jim jerky. had a person and threw it on the wall when Pap died again. <laughs> so like Pap's you go, covered in tattoos. You go into someone's like wood paneled basement and be like, "Yeah, there's that deer I shot. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a moose. There's Johnny. Yeah. There's another deer." <laughs> wow. God, I wonder yeah. if it had something to do with how they eat. Maybe also very possible. Because do you remember like? 
Oh my god! I think I just loved watching that show to watch the foods that they ate. It's like in, it was insane. She like noodles and ketchup, yeah, and like a stick of butter, and that yes. was like a thing. That was like a meal. That was like her. Like it was fine. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I used to love toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> they freaking I... blew up. I found it to be everything wrong with America. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. That makes, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Can't deny the obvious. It makes sense. Yeah, so, okay, that's all I have for everyone today. Danny. New excellent. stories of 2023. Yeah, yeah. 2023. Going excellent job, as always. You've been doing, uh, so Danny, have you been, when did you start doing this? You did it all year, right? Yeah. So you, this has been your first full year, to 2023. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is only our second year doing the whole thing, pretty much. But thank you both. Uh, Steve, thank you for uh, stopping on. It's always nice to talk to you. You always have good stories. And it's always nice talking to you about uh, the, the making of some of the things thank behind you. the Appreciate scenes. It. I at least like hearing about it all the time. I, I think that's fascinating. Uh, Danny, Shay, I love you both. I appreciate you. Thank you again, Danny the gift of the cake which i'm probably gonna bust into in a minute right yes but uh thank you so much 2023 looking forward to 2024 with the two of you Mm -hmm. um follow us on facebook on twitter i guess it's called x but we don't post anything on there anyway follow us on uh (laughs) instagram and facebook and tiktok um follow danny follow shay follow steve Sunken Bus Studios, Still City Arts Foundation, and thank you for all of our guests. Thank you for all of our listeners, any viewers, anybody we get a chance to run into. We appreciate all of you, and thank you so much for listening. And for Steve, for Shay, for Danny, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to say I'm so happy that I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. In my opinion, that sucked. Woo! Woo! Four Man's Podcast, best podcast in Pittsburgh. Straight cash, homie.